0: Live
1: from ClickOrlando.com, this is News 6. This is a News 6 Plus takeover. Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's Fourth Estate. I think we might have found the most Florida story ever in the history of Florida stories. Man hunting for Megalodon teeth gets attacked by an alligator. Crazy story. He's still around to tell you about it. And he's going to be telling you about it today. Hey, I'm Matt Austin.
0: And I'm Ginger Gadsden. It would be weird if he weren't around to tell us about it. And he's telling the story today. Uh, we're so Thank happy you for clarifying. <laughs> No, it is one of those stories when I heard it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And he is a guy who is adventurous, and this has not dampened his adventurous spirit. So we're happy to welcome Jeffrey Heim. He's with Shark That's the name of his company, where we will talk about that uh, on the other side of this interview. But right now, we want to talk to Jeffrey and welcome him to Florida's Fourth Estate, because what happened to you a couple of years ago? Was it 2021? right? Where you were were diving, you were looking for megalodon, ancient shark teeth, and you were in the Mayaka River. Tell us a little bit about that day, how it got started, and then proceed from there, please.
2: Well, that day just started like any other hunt for me. I had been in that river many times before. I'd spent hours diving there, actually, Um, over weeks and months prior. So I felt comfortable in there, I felt too comfortable. However, that day, uh, I didn't have anyone to go with. Back then, I didn't have any fossil hunting friends or dive buddies. So it was either stay home and watch TV or go out and follow my passion. So I decided to get in the water. I did know the dangers, but I don't think I took them seriously enough back then. Uh, My passion just kind of overrode my risk appetite at that point in time. So I was lucky to have learned. And survive rather than just everything go lights out right there
1: it could it could have been very bad as we take you through the story you're not going to believe it i'm curious so as we start you hunt for megalodon teeth you've got one around your neck right now that's very impressive in fact
0: <laughs> and let me, let let me get a shot of you look at the oh size of that God. thing
1: that is the biggest flex <laughs> ever but why are you looking in the mayaka river i wouldn't think you would find megalodons in a river so what led you to that place
2: so it's not just that river. It's lots of rivers uh, cut into the ancient ocean floor. For instance, all of Florida used to be ocean back when megalodons were alive. So you can even find megalodons in central Florida if you dig deep enough. Uh, there are also other states like North Carolina, Georgia, South Carolina, that Virginia, that have rivers that cut into that fossil layer and expose it. Um, so it's not just unique to that one area, but uh, basically all of Florida, except for a couple of areas, you can find megalodons and other marine fossils if you dig deep enough.
0: Yeah, and the thing that's popular about that is if it's not a very, if it's not a popular area to look for shark teeth, it's murky, it's dark, so people are not there doing what you're doing. So you have a better chance of finding something like what you're wearing around your neck. So that day you're in there and you're feeling good and you get in the water, what happens? Cuz you thought what had happened to you?
2: I thought I got hit by a boat just because of the f- force I experienced. It was very powerful, it seemed a lot larger than it actually was. That's to me why it wasn't as scary because there was no anticipation. It was just like you blink and things are different.
0: yeah, how did you realize it was a gator though?
2: I saw her, so she did bit she did bite me twice before I knew what was happening, but uh I'm lucky that I was able to come up cause I was at the bottom is about eight feet deep. And in the video, you can see that I just started to see the bottom. Uh, but I come up and I see her looking at me and we both hesitate. I'm wrapping my head around what's happening. I see, Oh, it was a gator. It wasn't a boat. She's looking at me. She gives me a second to feel my head. Uh, and actually this, part right here, you can see both parts of the snout a little bit, or right now it's just the bottom part. Oh, wow. It's the the shape of the way up so they can see both sides of the snout. this was ripped open and flapping and hanging this way. So I felt my hair over here and I had never felt my hair over (sighs) here before. So that was like, okay, that was bad. And then I see the blood on my hand, like this really bad. Somehow I got pulled up and my first breath was air. Thank God. Cause Mm. I mean, among other things, I'm just lucky. I didn't breathe water for my first breath after the bite. Uh, she could have pulled me up out of the water. I I don't exactly know, but I just know my first breath was air. Uh, so yeah, we're looking at each other, I guess maybe we're both confused, but she did try to bite me two more times. The first time was more of a lunge which I backed away from slowly and calmly. I've just dove around sharks a lot in the past and you never want to thrash or splash or act like prey. So I stayed calm. And then the second bite was a lot more aggressive and it was more of an athletic dodge this time that I had to avoid the bite. My fins are out in front. I've got my long free diving fins, and I was able to avoid, uh, those two bites and then swim away, uh, to the bank and climb out. And then uh, I'm lucky I was close to the parking lot where I parked at. There was a restaurant nearby too. And there happened to be a couple people walking back to their cars, which was near where I parked my car. And they called for help and got me my phone so I could call my parents. And then uh, I wasn't able to make it very far. I just got wiped out. That's where I thought I was gonna die because I just got so tired so quickly.
0: My question is: You get taken to the hospital, and you know you're talking. You're talking nervously because you're afraid you're going to die at this point. But they get you to the, to the hospital, and someone says something that is so telling that you might not make it. They said, "Okay, a lot of people are going to be looking at you when you arrive." Tell me a little bit about that moment.
2: Yeah, that, the severity of what had happened still hadn't sunk in yet. I was nervous about the future. Um, I do remember that. I remember all of that moment. So they, as you said, the paramedics were like, All right, just get ready. There's gonna be a lot of people looking at you. And it was like, 20 people, like in some sort of lobby. And then there was also people in the whatever operating room they do trauma at. Uh, So as soon as I went through the doors, there was people everywhere. And I was just pretty loopy and just again, the severity of the moment hadn't set in yet. So I was just like, uh, I was like, what's up guys, check out my social media or whatever. I was just looking for <laughs> shark teeth. I was a little light harder with it. I was trying to be funny. Yeah.
1: You're like shocked. looking
2: back, looking back, I regret kind of acting like that because it was very, like in the next hour I'd be crying my eyes out. <laughs> I get seen. a pass, man.
1: You can't, yeah. you can't well, like decide you. <laughs> how you're going to react in a situation <laughs> that was, like that. that, was I, was like that. Like I wouldn't beat
2: only
0: yourself regret. <laughs> good Lord. No. Yeah. So when that gator bit down on you, can you describe that feeling? Do you remember what that felt like?
2: Just a force that was much larger than the animal was. So that's the second strongest bite force in the world. It can cut through steel and it's second only to a crocodile. Um, but I felt the rip down to the left, which was the first fight. And then I felt my hand get ripped too, cause I got bit twice. I got three puncture wounds on my hand. Hmm. Uh, you can see maybe one of them there, uh, but this got infected. It wasn't nearly as bad. Um, still lucky. I have my hand, but either way it was quick, big rip down this way. And then it was very quick. One, two. And I was wearing a GoPro on my head, which is why that we have that video. I'm very lucky. Uh, but the GoPro, I was wearing a casing on it, and it's uh, waterproof. I mean, the the camera itself is waterproof, and the extra casing is extra waterproof. So so I still don't think I felt the full force of that bite. And if I did, my head would have popped. That
1: is wild. So what happened to this gator? It turned out, because I ended up catching her, right? It was... It was a mom, maybe Maybe she was guarding her nest, thought you were getting in on that situation. Is that what happened? And then she, she ended up uh, getting caught, right? About an eight-footer, is that what it was?
2: So she was head to tail six feet, four inches. However, she was missing a big chunk of tail because gators <laughs> bite each other all the time. Um, the trappers tried to catch her, so they had her on a line. Um, and then they weren't going to kill her, which is... Originally, what I asked, I said, as soon as FWC was in my room, uh, which is very quick after I got stapled up, I said, whatever you can do, please don't kill the alligator. I was in her home Mm -hmm. and it turns out they weren't going to anyways. I know the trappers personally now and they were just going to relocate her to a farm. However, when she was being pulled out, a 13 foot alligator bit her in the head and in the stomach and she died from her injuries. Are Good you
1: serious? Lord. As they were pulling her out, a 13-footer killed her?
2: Yeah, and the 13-footer followed him all the way back to the boat ramp.
1: What what is happening? Oh. Remind me <laughs> to never swim in Mayaka
2: River. What kind of dinosaur? Yeah, I don't God. recommend it. You're really? not you're not allowed to dive. Yeah, you can't do dive it anymore, right? anymore, which oh. unrelated actually. It's more digging for fossils, but uh, either way is a different kind of river when it comes to volume of alligators uh I'm not the only one to have gotten bit in there uh over the years
0: I mean I'm just happy it wasn't the 13 footer who got you because I feel oh, like yeah, you're right. talking about a different <laughs> story now and we wouldn't really be talking to you if the other one had gotten a hold of you how many when exactly. they put you back together how many st- st- I I wouldn't staples, say stitches. Stitches? probably staples
2: staples
1: there's not enough stitches, huh?
2: <laughs> what yeah, I guess I can't really use stitches on your head. Uh, but there was 34 of them, and I had a mild skull fracture on my temple and then three or four puncture wounds in my hand. And uh, over the next couple of days, I got infected. My hand swelled up like a balloon. I got a fever, and I almost had to go back to the hospital.
1: Oh, my goodness. My goodness. What a story. What a story <laughs> you have, Jeffrey. That is just wild. And and that is just a small piece of your life and what you do. So we're going to talk about that thing hanging from his neck. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back as to what got him in that water in the first place, this business he has going. So stick with us. We'll be right back.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. All right. Welcome back, everyone. You were just listening to one of the most riveting stories I have heard in a very long time from, from from Jeffrey Heim, who was bitten by a gator, attacked by a gator in the Mayaka River as he was looking for uh, megalodon teeth and has one around his neck right now. But And that's what we're here to talk about, because he has not lost his passion for trying to really have the ancient shark save modern day sharks.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's a, it's a pretty cool thing we have going here. So we got, we got past the moment that'll make you want to ever go in the water in Florida again. (laughs) Now we're going to talk about some of the cool stuff that is in the water. So, uh, Jeffrey has this business in which he finds megalodon teeth and then he uses that, uh, to promote great things. So Jeffrey, first off, tell us what your business is and how it works.
2: Sure. So I own shark co I spell it a little bit differently. There's no way S-H-R-K-C-O is the full name, but my mission is to help ancient sharks save living sharks. So all the shark teeth that I find are between 2 to 23 million years old. Mm. Um, And I give back to two different shark conservation nonprofits. I give back to Saving the Blue and Fins Attached, who do a lot of awesome work um, that has already created policy change, uh, improving shark populations across the world. How so did you fall that... in
0: love with this?
2: Good question. So I used to live with a Shark Week producer, cameraman, veteran. Uh, he has been Shark Weeks, with Shark Week since basically the very beginning, Mark Rackley. Uh, he invited me with his family to dive a river in South Carolina for Megalodon shark teeth And this was a dark river too, and there's alligators there too. So uh, that's when I got hooked. Once I found my first couple broken ones, I was like, whoa, this is so cool. And they get way bigger than this too. So just (laughs) that really drew me in, and it finally clicked with, okay, this is what I'm here to do with my life, and how can I do this as much as possible?
1: Okay, I'm curious as to when you're in this dark, murky river dodging alligators and you're down there and you are looking for that tooth that is dark and probably buried under something how do you find these things what is the strategy strategy for this
2: if it's there you'll see it and my <laughs> eyes are very attracted and honed in on triangles that's way too uh, simplified no way if it's there you'll
1: see it there's no way i would see it
2: literally but it's not like your eyes get used to the darkness, and if you have a, you got to have a light. So you're focused on whatever circular area your light is showing you. So any triangle or straight line or piece of a shark tooth, you're gonna differentiate that from all of the other regular looking rocks. Um, if it's there, immediately you're gonna see it, no matter how new you are to it. Um, now the experience comes with. Uh, finding the ones that are more covered than others. But the big ones are the easiest to see. The small ones are the hardest to see.
0: Okay, like where did you find that one you're wearing around your neck?
2: This was scuba diving in Venice. Venice, is, Venice Florida is the shark tooth capital of the world. I dive <laughs> on black gold fossil charters. Anyone that's scuba certified can dive with black gold. And there's other charters there too. But uh, this day I actually found a bigger one than this. This was, this one is just a little more picturesque. It's got something in the middle called a brulette, which is an identifying factor for Megalodons. It's kind of hard to see with this light. That's a little, here, bit let hard. me see I if I see can it. want
1: to zoom in on this thing here.
2: Right there. It's called a burlette. Yes. and the top is the root bottom is the enamel. It has serrations and this one has a perfect tip as well. Uh, so as shark tooth hunters and Megalodon hunters, that's what we look for in terms of quality. Uh, most people. And I mean, any shark tooth hunter, even if it's your first time finding megalodon teeth, you're going to find a lot of broken ones before you, before you find a full one. If you oh look on my Instagram, I post all of the beautiful shark teeth every single day. There's always crazy shark teeth content. And most of the world has no idea about it. It's very fascinating. And people yeah. get obsessed.
1: It's yeah. really interesting. And also one thing that might interest people, is these things are not cheap right? Like you, you go through the effort, you find these things, you get a big megalodon tooth. What is the most valuable tooth you've ever found down in the depths?
2: That's tough. So yeah, they can be very valuable or they can be very cheap. So I sell broken megs on my website for 14 bucks. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just find so many of them. However, I have one on my website listed for five grand. Wow. At the same time, the one rule with pricing shark teeth is simply that they are worth whatever someone will pay for. So beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Um, I don't just how I am, uh, it's not about the money for me. So my collection is my motivation. Eventually someday when I'm old, I want to have a museum of my best finds mm-hmm. like from me and my friends. So, and then passing that story on when I'm no longer here as well. So my collection and my most valuable teeth, I will never sell. So I don't know the exact price of it, but there are ones that can be thousands.
1: What's the one in your collection? Like what's your favorite all-timer?
2: My most well-known shark tooth is a six-inch Meg, which is kind of the golden standard when it comes to Megs, especially in Florida. Uh, I found a six-inch Meg just two months after I got bit. Wow. Oh, gosh. And that itself, that tooth was noteworthy, noteworthy enough to just reach the news nationally and internationally again on its own. Not to mention just being part of that whole story, but uh, yeah. that tooth, it's got a perfect tip. It's got a green blade and a tan root with a black burlet, um, and it's just a miracle tooth. Man, you're,
1: you're a fascinating <laughs> dude, I've got to tell you. It's just an interesting life you lead here. And this is what you're, is this your future plan? Is this it? You're going to just be hunting for Meg teeth and oh, doing yeah. this your whole life?
2: Yep, I... uh I'm very healthy. I work out a lot just to stay alive as long as possible yeah. so I can do this when I'm 100 years old.
0: I was gonna say, you're 100% recovered from your attack a couple of years ago, right? You're good.
2: Yeah, even two weeks after, I was good.
0: Oh, that's great. That's
1: what we like to hear. That's
0: really great, yeah. And then two awesome. months
1: later, he found the, the tooth of his dreams. Uh, very We're cool. right.
2: <laughs> for, for now. <laughs> <Yeah>. for
0: now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> look look at He's like, yeah, no, that's not the tooth of my dreams anymore. <laughs> more, right? Now he wants that seven-inch. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Oh my gosh. It's been so great to talk to you. Thank you so much for making time for us today. And we've learned so much. And thanks for sharing some of your sweet spots. Of
2: course. Thanks for having me.
0: And thank you for watching Florida's Fourth Estate. You can download it from wherever you listen to podcasts or watch anytime on News Six Plus.